my grandma one time I went up to her and I was like, um, grandma, why are your boobs down and my mom moms are up? <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? I don't know. I think she think just laughed. Funny? Yeah, she she did. She loved me. Because I think I would say that shit all the time. Just yeah, like, like small children being very inquisitive about like <laughs> obvious things, it's like hilarious. And yeah. I just, you can't be mad at them. And I just love how I like worded it. Like, your boobs are down and my moms are up. <laughs> yeah, like what's going on, Grandma? <laughs> and now my moms are down. And mine and are mine up. Are up. <laughs> and then one day mine will be down. And maybe I'll have a child. Theirs will be up. <laughs> the circle maybe, of life. But maybe they'll grow a weenie. Who knows? And Who then knows? you'll finally have that weenie that you <laughs> wanted to grow because it was yeah. growing inside your uterus. In oh utero, God. all along. It's, it's just like having one. Basically, yeah. <laughs> That's the closest that you'll ever be to having it. Yeah. Oh. It's a unicorn. I love that you were just like a rambunctious, like little kid who was hanging out in the mud with a bunch of boys. That's funny. Yes. Yeah. Very yeah, informative a- to who you are as a person today. Yeah, it was a very fun, very fun childhood, and I am happy that I can still see those nuggets in me today. And I am just working to bring that three-year-old back into. The world. Please do. Please <laughs> oh never stop God. working on that. Okay, oh. that was that was a gorgeous sprout stage. Thank oh. you. What do you guys say we go over and talk through your seedling stage? The, the seedling. seedling, which is eighteen to twenty-five. <laughs> so where I want to begin is in Kalamazoo, Michigan, right here on the map. <laughs> she plans like, like Indiana or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and tell you you need to go back. <laughs> uh, so I went to Western, and as I walked through those that campus, I was like, this is it. And thank goodness, because my GPA made me able to get in there. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so it all worked out. Um, but yeah, I feel like, yeah, Western was really great. It was very chill and cool. And I met like a bunch of new friends there. because not that many people from my high school went, which was great. And, um, yeah, I studied, my major was film, video, media studies. It was a film, video, media studies and minored in marketing and graphic and printing science. Sounds very practical. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Nicole. Thank you. The thing with college that I find now after reflection is, like, I realized that, like, I went into film. Like, Western had a really good theater program. They do. In that I didn't go for it. Musical theater program too. Yes. I was right next door to my dream. You know Lauren Zacharin. High school with her. Yeah, I I remember, like, it was a big deal because she was at the musical theater program at Western, but then she left to be on the search for the next Elle Wood. Oh, you know I know. Yep. And I I follow her on Instagram to this day. She got really far. Uh, She got to play her. I just admitted today that I've never seen Legally Blonde. The musical? 
or the movie. Either. Any Ooh. of it. Both Have of them are great. If you listen to it, I mm-hmm. recommend it. It's such a fun, like, belting musical. Yeah, mm, it is. All right, so you're at Western. Okay. You're freshly, <laughs> you're freshly learning how to get a good grade, and, and then what? Getting that grade, and what do I have to show? Because I want to be an actress. Um, so I realized that, like, I went for the thing next to the thing that I wanted. Like, the my main dream was to be an actress always since I came out of utero, out of Dean's Vagine. I <laughs> I wanted to be an actress since then. Like I've always known, but I feel like my whole life I was like, I'm not sure how to go about this. Like, I know I want to be it. And like, even like in high school, I did like cheerleading, which I do think has served my performing, like being a cheerleader. Um, and I just never was, never did theater. And I then- I can't believe that you didn't do theater. I know. I did do like summer music theater in middle okay, school that's something. fiddler on the roof and i was in the chorus and my sister got a speaking role i always say that my sister carly would be a way better actress than me if she wanted it <laughs> okay all right all and right. natalie natalie you'd be great too if you're listening oh um <laughs> so right out of college i am reading Bossy Pants by Tina Fey. And I'm like, improv, this is something that's interesting. Comedy and performing, this could be it. This could be it. And get home from college. I enter the workforce. I'm in advertising, working in a closet. Right, Maggie? (laughs) Yes, I remember the closet. They'd be like reporting live from the closet. They're like, what? <laughs> Nicole used to do live streams from her closet <laughs> office all the time. And we always thought it was a joke that she said she worked in a closet until she did her live streams. And then we realized that her office literally, I think, was a janitorial closet <laughs> that they put a desk in. And we're like, Nicole, this was totally meant to be. <laughs> so real. Very Honestly. Harry Potter under the stairs kind of setup you got here. Yeah. Literally what I say, Dobby under the stairs. Boom. <laughs> I'm so... You're in the um, workforce and you're like, I want to act. Well, my papool, Rocco, my dad, he was like, I heard of Go Comedy. You should sign up for classes. I think he saw a show there. And I was like, okay. I looked it up. Mm. Oh, producers in the building, Chuck. Um, I looked up classes and I bought my class and I like threw my credit card and I was like, ah, I guess I have to do this. And I always say it was the thing I was looking for my entire life, but didn't know I was looking for it. It rocked my world. What was so great about improv is like, I met so many like of my now best friends, like, and lovers. Oh. Well, truth and calm. Enjoy. Riddle me thighs. Um, and um, Maggie was one of the people I met early on in my improv life. Dude, we were so lucky to start when we did. We, like, Nicole's generation class and my generation class, well, I, like, stumbled around and found people. I didn't, like, start <laughs> with these people. But Nicole actually, like, started and finished with the same group of people, and they were in a troop called Unicornicopia. Yep. And we were in a class by Pluto, and we were brother-sister troops. We did everything together. That was so cool. Like, that, <clears throat> we would do, like, these 
random shows and random locations. Park prom, <laughs> bar prom. <laughs> My grandma's been married for 60 years prom. In the garage. Yeah. And that was so cool. Everyone had each other's backs and like, we, it would be so much fun. It'd be like a mix of like, bit city and joy and memories and deep talks and it was just everything yeah. and yeah it's still everything but like just being diving into that world for the first time was like what and it was the best and it, it it was my way of getting into acting and performing when I didn't know how and I was like yeah. yes I found it I found it so yeah I just had such a great experience and we did always have so much fun like yeah well, what were some of the, like the moments for you that like proved to you like this is what you wanted to do like there you've been yeah, doing like, this for about six or seven years now like who so. are the people that like helped you feel validated and you're like yes this is what I should be doing yes there's definitely those people I feel like you know like once classes is over it's like we're hungry and like you know trying for things you're, and, out, like, in the, you're out in the improv real world at that point yeah and like yeah. actually a specific story with Maggie is um, we didn't get the launch group audition, but we both like, I think I saw that you were like attending the Planet Ant audition on Facebook. And I was like, I was thinking about it um, for the ant process. And it was yeah. like, the auditions were like really right after, like we found out. Right, but we wouldn't have been able to do the ant process if we would have got launch group. Right. But we didn't get launch groups, so. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like one of those moments of like, trust the damn path, because like, Truly. we, we were heartbroken. Really yeah, we were like, I was like listening to like, a two for the price that of one by ABBA on repeat. That's yeah. not even a sad song, but I was just like, oh my god! Like it was well, like a first heartbreak. First big, yeah, that was our first big like letdown in improv. We did. We had such a great audition. Yeah, we were in a schoolhouse. And then we both made it, and that that experience was amazing. And that was like one of like the first like I would say like out of the many people I thank for like giving me opportunities and a stage is Sean Hanlon. He was the director of that show. Sean the he, best. And he, like, yeah. saw something, I feel like he saw something in me before, like, you know, like, the, the people I'm going to name, I want to name right now, um, I feel like saw something in me when, like, in that allowed other people to see something in me. And they didn't, yeah. like, they wouldn't have seen something in me because I wouldn't have gotten the chance. Yeah. And yeah. Sean was one of them, for sure. I definitely think Sean Hanlon. And then James Quesada is another person who just I, I, every opportunity I was part of with like he asked me to be a part of so many different opportunities and like he or, he coached you know cornucopia that's kind of where it started and also like um with the parent trap um with Julia um that was a show me and Julia wrote together and that I've reflected on has really I mean you've taken that all the way to New York City and you've had one of the stars of the movie <laughs> come and watch you perform it so julia and i were debuting part three the final part of the parent trap this is our first time doing it and we we had more time with the other two and i think we were just like a little not as like we knew it obviously but we weren't as like 
we knew it well polished or or not even polished just like on the fence of like there's some parts I I randomly am forgetting you know Uh so we do part three and Julia says her line and I, I think it was my line and I completely forget my line and Julia and I honestly in the audience I, no one knew what was happening. I, I almost for a second thought it was a part of the show. Oh, yeah. A lot of people did. Um, we stood on that stage. Also, I have the whole thing on film because, again, my pool films everything. So, and we watched it. We watched it. But anyway, I'll continue the story. And, um, we stood on that stage breathing for, I think, a solid minute and a half which is like six hours and 24 days in Holy theater time. Shit. That's a we really were long just time. standing on stage breathing. Like I remember I was like, <sighs> looking straight. And Julia kept trying, like she would like repeat her line. She couldn't remember it either. Like we both had no clue what it was. And we couldn't continue with the whole show because it's all scripted. Right. And so, she kept like doing her motion that she just did and like starting to say the line. And she was like, and, and I, I was just breathing. And I was like, fuck, fuck, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. She was breathing. And then she goes, hold on, hold on. And we, she, we go backstage. And Matt Nas's wife, Catherine Nas, is a damn saint and angel. She comes on stage. And like improvises a story, like just starts telling, well, um, I'm going to tell you guys a story and like, just like saves our asses. We're backstage. We were like, fuck, fuck, like screaming. And I'm like, we're like so scared. Julia pulls up the Google doc. We had to look it up in the script where, what it was. Oh my God. <laughs> and we looked it up, we figured it out. And, and I was like, I'm Julia. I'm scared that I'm going to freeze again. Or I'm scared that we're going to, we're going to forget our line again. And we went back out there and we did it. We did the whole thing. And it was awesome. And insane, everyone just like, insane. Everyone, everyone insane. went like wild. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. I love that kind of stuff. It's live theater. Things get messed up sometimes. Oh my God. The so tension was like so high. Yeah. The tension was like so high. And like, it truly proved that like everyone wants you to win. Yeah. And everyone's on your side. Totally. And in that moment, it was like all of us watching our girls up there, like <laughs> do part three of this thing that we've been following them along on this journey. And like, there was like a little bit of stumble, but like none of us knew quite well if it was like a part of it or not. And it was just like, when you guys completed that, I think we all just like erupted. Is there more you want to share from this stage in your life or? Oh, I do I think- really quick. I wanted to just shout out also uh, the Joes at the Ringwald, Brandy Joe and Joe Bailey, because they gave me a stage also with the musical theater world. So I feel like each of those people kind of like brought me to a new stage that I haven't experienced and being a part of the Ringwald has really affected me today and like brought me experiences that I'm so glad I experienced especially right before moving to New York and they're just a lovely beautiful family too so I feel like you got a lot of confidence at the Ringwald and that was good to see yeah so I feel like I I really cut my teeth and improv opened up my world to performing and 
I got to write and do sketch shows and, and do musicals and yeah. I'm, just so, I'm so thankful that the door was opened because this, this is what I've always wanted to do in my life. And we're back. Here we are. We're back. Hope you enjoyed your break. <laughs> Hope you All learned right. a lot about Windex. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're about to hear Nicole's Sage Stage. The Sage. Which is 25 to current. I am saging my apartment right Let's now. Let's do it. Burn oh, it up. Sage, get rid. Get rid of that past we just discussed. Yeah. I'm ready to dive into the now. Goodbye, weenies. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Weenies will always be there, but... Yeah, know that. Okay, so my sage would be I moved to New York. <laughs> Welcome to New York. <laughs> it's been waiting for you. Um, so I moved to New York. Wow, people said it was hard, but it was very interesting. Do you have a New York? Do you have a New York state of mind? Oh, sure as all hell. I think I earned my. People keeps telling me that I earned my New York card during the quarantine. <laughs> you who was telling you that you earned your New York card? My coworkers, because I was like, I just had my two-year anniversary, and they're like, after living through this, honey, you get your card. You just get because, like, <laughs> what? What's what's the old saying? Like, how many years do you have to live in New York until you're like a true quote-unquote New Yorker? I think they said like like seven years or nine. Or it's just, I feel like ten feels ten. Cool. Okay, but, but they're telling you 30. like you just they're telling you that you got like that extra eight just added in there because of quarantine yeah hey hey you're 20 percent there babe <laughs> so um a interesting story i was going to focus on is just one of the opportunities that <laughs> something like i'm doing an interview you just got super serious <laughs> yeah do it lean in one of the opportunities i've received when moving to said state of new york city uh, is it's like a very interesting thing where it's like one of those things where you you gotta you gotta trust the path you don't know what the path is gonna bring you you don't know what a and b is gonna lead to c and then maybe even e so <laughs> so gilda radner has been like a very leading like force in my life like since I, weirdly, when I started performing is when this started. Like, no one's ever told me, like, you remind me of Gilda Radner until I started performing. And I would hear it from people, I, like, strangers, people I don't know at all. And I would hear it from people that know me so well. And it was, like, weird. I would just hear it all the time. And she's from Detroit. She... Say it with me now. Detroit. Detroit. She was... I don't know. I I guess we have like a similar energy. I don't know. And she also passed away two years before I was born. So maybe I am her. Watch out. Sage it up. Um, <laughs> no comments from these two. Because uh, <laughs> I was know. like, she, what? She just like waited around for two years? Hey, you, like, you got to. I'm not, I'm not ready to be reborn yet. And then you hey. came and she's like, fuck yeah, that's it. That's the yeah. one. That's as my what mom waiting for. As my mom says, you go through orientation. It takes some time. With Gilda, so it kind of started when I performed. And then I also would volunteer and with 
I would volunteer at Gilda's Club Detroit and I would like teach the improv classes with Chris Moody. And then when I moved to New York, actually one of the first things I did was I joined the associate board. Well, I, I went to, this is what happened. Literally like one of the first weeks I moved to New York, one of my friends who I met in advertising, the closet job, she actually, her best, her name is Danielle and she's amazing. And when I first moved here, she like took me all around town and like showed me all the sites. Like I couldn't even keep up. Like I was like hurtling over benches to like keep up with her. I was like, whoa, New York. She took me to like her favorite coffee shop and like her favorite like pastry, like magnolia, like getting the banana pudding. Like she took me like on the free ferry to see the Statue of Liberty. And like that meant so much to me because I was still like, who am I? Where am I? Yeah. And she lives next door to Gilda's Club New York. Next door. Well, that how you found out about it? She lives on Gilda Radner Way. I was like, what? And that That's was cool. like, That's so cool. Isn't that insane? If you I believe didn't know in the signs, street was like named one. after her. <laughs> yeah, they have one. It's um, in Houston area. <laughs> I'm so bad at New York. Uh, <laughs> Don't ask me or tell me anything about geography. I'm like, hey, I've got no Listen, idea. listen, honey, I barely know my name. <laughs> I have no idea where I'm at right now. Who the sure. fuck am I? Well, that, that makes me feel better because I'm insecure about my knowledge. Don't uh, be. In Julia's episode, they were like, where did you eat and where was that located? I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> well, am, I ta- am I talking to my dad right now who yeah. always wants to be like, what freeway did you take to get to work? I'm like, who fucking cares? I put it in my phone and then it brought me to the place. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so true. What cardinal direction were you facing? I don't know. I, I, don't I, know. Couldn't, I couldn't even tell you that. I'm like, is it left or right? Which one no. is it? That's great. So that was so like weird. The road. We went, I went in. So I was like, ah! I went in and I was like, I want to volunteer. What do I do? They gave me like paperwork. I end up doing the volunteer orientation. I find out that there's something called the associate board. So there's an associate board. And I was like, I gotta apply. So I applied and I got on and it was such a great way to meet people too, just moving there. And like- You're on a board? Yeah! (laughs) Yeah. And it's been so- You're a little board member. There's something about Gilda's Club that's so magical. Uh, I know Maggie, you've been, have you been Brendan? No, I have not. It's- it's is wonderful. Magical. Like, you can't explain it. It's just so wonderful what they do. Gilda's well, Club. Tell us a little bit about yeah. it. Yeah. Gilda's Club. I'm so bad at explaining it, so let's hope this comes out there. Well, you're on the board, so. <laughs> I know. So, Gilda's Club is an organization, um, a community where people can go who have cancer or have been affected by cancer. And it is a seven days a week, um, like, community house where you can go, um, to there's like therapy sessions they like chris moody um taught improv workshops they have like speakers that come in they have like um there's a they have a an area for the kids too um it's called nookie land and they just like have different like arts and crafts and they literally have everything you can think of yoga um just like whatever you're going through and there's like just so many different activities to like get your mind off of like the stress and like the many various emotions that you feel when you are going through cancer. And also like the most important thing is that first of all, this is the the biggest thing that they give is it's free. 
Anyone can go. It's free. And that's why like funding is so important because it's like, that is what keeps their lights on. And they offer this to anyone and everyone. Like, it doesn't matter if you have, and like, we all, I'm sure we all know someone who has been affected by cancer and it's, it's, it's so important. Yeah. It's such a beautiful place for people to go who have gone through that. Yeah. And so I just have always had like such a strong connection to it. And like, I feel so good when I'm there and I love it so much. And that was something that like I knew I wanted to do when I came to New York and like the fact that it just like fell into my lap so easily. Like so that, I was like, like happened so- like pretty like quickly after moving to New York. Yeah, literally like and I, I think it's like, like that little feeling of community that you probably really wanted. Cause it's like yeah. so scary to move to a new place. That's so it was nice. also probably so reassuring to move somewhere, get an opportunity that is something that you were already working on here, and like such a sign like you're in the right place, you know? And that's the thing, like I could have never get, like that's the interesting thing that you just have to trust the path, because you don't know, like, I never thought that volunteering at Gilda's Club Detroit would help me so much in New York, because this, this has helped me, like, with performing so yeah. much. And that, yeah, that's been interesting. So, first of all, like, they figured out right away that, like, I'm a ham and all that. And they also, I, I dressed up as I was best friends with. I was Roseanne Rosanna <laughs> What is the term to say that? And I see a picture of her behind you. Yeah! Donnie drew that and gave it to me. Oh, that's our, so cool. On our first date, I was like... Oh, Donnie. I was like, you worked on that before this. Okay. This was pretty Uh, (laughs) much It's so good. (laughs) Um, So I dressed up as Roseanne Rosanna Dana at the Detroit um, Gilda's Big Night Out event. And that was like a ball. And the. And you looked just like her. (laughs) Yeah, that was like the best. And. Gilda's Club Detroit told Gilda's Club New York, which I definitely told them this when I like applied. I was like, I like had it attached to my application. Like, look, if you ever need a Gilda. And it was cool because when I had my interview, actually the CEO, Lily Stefani, she was like, you remind me of Gilda. Like, I was like, whoa, like that's, I don't know. That's a compliment. Yeah, it's just, it's just crazy. Like how much, I hear that, and it is such a compliment. It's, like, the best compliment in the world. Um, But, yeah. So, they had a gala this year. Actually, it was in November, so 2019. And I dressed up as, um, well, Detroit, when Donnie moved here, he brought the Roseanne Rosanna Dana costume, and I (laughs) wore it at the gala. I was Roseanne Rosanna Dana at the gala in New York for Gilda's Club. And New York Gilda's Club galas, people show up, y'all. Okay. I, I, they were honoring Vanessa Bayer <gasps> at the event. That's so cool. I, I seriously don't know how I haven't posted these photos yet because I think I was like freaking out. Did so you I have a photo. With her? Yeah, and I was like, <sighs> oh my God, I was like, I love your work. And they're like, <laughs> that's amazing. I was like, I was like, step in my repeat, am I right? Because we were on the step in <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just, send you guys the pack. Any old day. I'm used to this. I'm always doing a step and repeat. Literally. Like, the gala went on, like, into the night, and they're like, hey, girl, you can take your wig off. And I was like, no! 
You're like, no, this is like my comfort blanket. I'm keeping this on the rest of the day. They're like, enjoy the party. I was like, no. So the even cooler part to me. Oh, I, oh man. So rewind. So um, before this, before I got like deep into the associate board, um, I, of course, like, no, I have this connection with Gilda. Um, I read her, her autobiography, which I highly recommend. It's very good. Um, and actually my mom's like really good fam. No, no, no. My mom's really good friend and like became like part of our family, like that close of a family friend. Mm -hmm. she, she passed away from ovarian cancer Aww. in 2014. And that actually was what started. That's how I found out about Gilda's club because she left that book for me and she like would underline in the book and stuff. And mm -hmm. like, that's why like, all this is like so crazy, like connected. <clears throat> so that's how I found out about Gilda's club because of this book. And so that's why I was like, this is so important to me besides the fact of how, like there's so many reasons why that's just another reason. And so, um, I, I've always just like, if there's a book about Gilda, I'm like, Oh, I want to read it, you know? And, and, Actually, James Quesada, um, when they would do the Go Labs games, they would like get a suggestion, you know, and I gave Gilda Radner as a suggestion once, and the game was called Bunny Bunny, and I was like, I have no idea what that is. And he's like, you don't? How do you not? And that was the end of that combo. I have no idea what that is either. <laughs> oh, I'm about to tell you. All right. So, <laughs> so. I went to the Strand bookstore, which is like a bookstore. <laughs> okay, great. And then what happened? <laughs> I guess done on the other end. Um, so <laughs> it, they, they have like resold books is what I'm trying to say. And it's a really cool place in New York if you ever go. So I randomly saw bunny bunny this book and i was like oh my god and it was like hard car hard <laughs> it was a hardcover copy and it was eight dollars i was like oh my god i'm gonna get it it was the best book i've ever read in my life and i'm not a reader i read that thing and it moved me i was going through a really hard time because i was like just moving to new york and going through shit and like that book spoke is it about me. is it from her is it about yeah it's her, her autobiography it? right no 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 it's written by Alan Zweibel, who I love. As you, I don't know if you guys have noticed. Alan Zweibel wrote this book. He was one of the first writers on SNL. Oh, okay. And okay. he was writing partners with Gilda. So oh. Gilda would perform and he would write. They would write together. They were just a duo. So they kind of had like a friendship that was kind of like, are we ever going to date? Never did type thing. And so when, he, when she passed away, he wrote this book in her honor, like as like a grieving thing. And like, it was like loved by millions because everyone loved her and like, it was conversational. So that was really cool. It was like remembering conversations that they had and like Aww. memories and just their relationship is what the book is about. And it kind of felt like some of the dialogue that she was saying, like really spoke to me that what I was going through. And I was like, it's like Gilda's talking to me. It just, it meant so much to me. So I wrote Alan a letter. <laughs> I 
And it was like three pages single spaced, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I, and like, I was just trying to find a way to get it to him. I was like, I have, he needs, I need to, I need to tell him how much this book means to me. And I like, yeah. of course, couldn't figure it out how to send it to him. And I ended up like sending it to him on Facebook. And he was very touched by my letter. <gasps> Aww. You replied he, back. He loved it. And he like showed his wife, Robin's Zweibel. And she loved it. And that was so cool. And he's like, I would like to extend like a phone. You can, you can call me. And oh my God. He gave me the number to the Friars Club, which is like a, a famous comedy club. So of course he probably didn't want to give me his phone number. Cause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, here's my address. Come by whenever you want. Still haven't gotten that close yet, but we're working on it. So, <laughs> so I had the phone conversation with him. It, it was so awesome. Like he was so nice and he like gave me advice and he's like, and that like I was just telling him what I was doing in New York and like my dreams, my goals and like getting advice from him. And then at the end of the conversation, he said like that I could keep in touch. And then he said that like, let me know about my shows and he's going to try to come. And I was Aww. like, Wah! that's so cool. So I have told him about my show since, and like, <laughs> 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 and he just leaves me on red, and he doesn't ever reply. And they're usually 10 p.m. on a Sunday, so it's really hard for him to make, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's so but, cool, though. But he like kept the door open, which was really sweet. That's awesome. That's so awesome. And then, fast forward, at the gala, he was there, and I finally met him. Full circle. Did you take a picture with him in your costume? Yes. See, that, I don't know how I haven't posted this shit yet. You have got to post that stuff. There, I was like, you better send it me is, the picture. It is my background on my phone. That's him. So for this podcast, okay. I took like pictures from everybody. This should be one of them you send me. Oh, for sure. See, I finally met him. It was the craziest thing. It was like we've known each other forever. We were like, ah! funny people were like what i was like alan he's like oh god she's here here we go <laughs> the girl from facebook Ugh. and remember i have this wig on i'm like ah! and actually wrote the rosanna rosanna dana character with gilda but i was That's like so cool. oh my god alan i love your work i can't believe you're here and it was like such a quick moment but like we took a picture and he was like how are you whatever um and he we did like exchange but i was like so happy to finally meet him in person because that's so awesome nicole yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so many different tie-ins with gilda it's like that's obviously a very important person to you and then that's so cool that you guys were actually able to connect on so many different levels yeah. what a beautiful and, moment and i actually saw him again this year um we're at <laughs> so i volunteered so I volunteer, you know, I volunteer at Gilda's and they were having an event. Um, it was called the Red Door event. So it's like for the big donors that donate to Gilda's Club and it's saying like a thank you. And it's just like um, one of the members speaks, like a member speaks, one of someone on the board speaks and just like kind of like reminding us of why we do what we do and like why Gilda's Club is so important and why like their support means so much to us. And Gil, or I almost said Gilda, Alan was one of the speakers. Oh, he was, he was there. <laughs> guys, he was there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then so, you guys talked again. 
<laughs> so then, and Julia was there, so she got to witness it. So she can she can attest to like the crazy weird, like it feels like family connection we have. That's why I'm like, yeah. hey y'all, maybe I'm her people. Um, back to that. Um, but literally, I I, I want I'll send you guys the picture from that night. But that night was really cool. Um, we had more time to talk, and he, um, like we did the same thing, like oh. oh and then when we talked, he's like, what are you working on? I was like, um, I'm writing a show with Julia. Because me and Julia were working on a show at the time. And are still working on a show at the time. And, um, <laughs> and he was like, um, oh, is it a television show? I was like, how do you do that? <laughs> no, I didn't say that. But I was like, no, I wish. But if you ever need me, like, I'm not. But maybe um, if you could help us out, we could do that. But I don't, I don't know how this works. <laughs> yeah, I'm like. What do you mean I'm writing a TV show? One can yeah. do that? No, I'm like, doing a fucking play, okay? Yeah, I'm doing a... I'm doing what I know how to I'm, do. I'm doing an indie, weird as fuck live I'm show with Julia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I just loved that that's what he assumed. Um, that's funny. And he was just like, that's great. He's like, reach out anytime if you like ever need to talk. And I was like, tears of a clown. Thank you. That's so sweet. Oh, that's so nice. That's so cool. Yeah, and it's just crazy because it's like genuine love, like for him. And I, I I do think he's so talented. And it, it's just you can't plan that shit. No, and it's just so nice when like you hear like an actual good story because everyone's like, yeah, I've been like you know hitting the pavement and haven't heard anything, haven't talked to anyone. And then there's like this person that is so closely connected to something you care about so much. And like, even them just being kind to you can really just like, you know, move you forward in your own career. Yeah, and, that's you nice. Know. So that's cool that he's like- Or just give you like a motivation and like just recognition and being like, I see you, I see that you're out there doing it. That's yeah, cool. It's just, the reassurance is nice. Yeah, he's just so nice and, like, doesn't have to be. He could – I'm always afraid he's going to be scared. Like, whoa, this girl's coming on strong. <laughs> yeah, and he actually just recently came out with his autobiography called Laugh Lines. I made a weird video about me waiting for his book, and he loved it. <laughs> well, there you go. Beautiful. <laughs> okay. So do you guys have any niche quiches? I do. Tell us your niche quiche. Um, okay, so I have been doing absolutely nothing besides just like working and trying to live through this okay. whole thing, much like everybody. And um, I've been just binge watching garbage TV, which has been just great, actually, because it's just made me not have to concentrate on anything. Yes. But I did watch Becoming by Michelle Obama. <gasps> okay, how was that? And it was, like, everything I've needed to, like, empower me again through this because it's just, like, so hard to feel empowered and, like, strong during all of this because our leadership is terrible and everything is, like, you know, so, like, grim. But, like, it, when you get those little, like, sparks of joy and, like, inspiration, like, just, like, jump on them. Okay. And I watched that. I watched that documentary on Netflix and it was just like reminded me that like there is still good in the world and like she's one of them and we had like eight years of like this wonderful president and like it 
I just like was reminded that like we will get through this there's hope and it was just so inspiring and like so wonderful and I just love 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 Michelle Obama she's so wonderful I love her too I miss her yeah that's amazing is that on Netflix you said okay I'll check that out I don't know how I didn't know about that it's new right yeah it just came out I think and it was it's just really great and it's it's great. It's just about her book tour, and she, every city she went to, she had, like, a great person who, like, interviewed her, and, like, just, like, fun people, like, Reese Witherspoon was one of them, but, like, Ooh. then there was also, like, just, like, random people, but, like, it was really great. I, I really enjoyed it. Nice. And Barack comes on, obviously. Uh, that's amazing. Aww, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Nicole, do you so have Um, yes. So... A hot new artist just hit the scene. Who is that? Donnie Rydell! (laughs) He opened his business over this quarantine. He's been an artist his entire life in many ways, but this is a drawing. um, He's selling, so he's been drawing his entire life and he's selling his drawings. And I was looking at them yesterday. Yeah, I think they're actually awesome. Um, just for the listeners, you can follow him on Instagram. It's Donald is an artist. That's his yes. And his website is www.donaldisanartist.com. Check it out. They're awesome. They're affordable. Like so I want you can't see it. Um, What is it? You can't see it. What's the name of it? It's this one. Oh, the board, but bird. it's a bird. Bird. Oh, is that how you supposed bird. to say it? Bird. I don't know. That's how I've been saying it. <laughs> but yeah, and he also um, is going to like send out like fun newsletters to so subscribe as well. And he's going to do like a short story like to get his creative writing going. Hashtag Donald is an artist. That's right. Follow. Buy Follow. something. Yeah. All right. So what's yours, Brendan? My niche quiche has been all of the really fun Instagram live shows that have been happening oh. lately. Like, I used to not want to watch anything live, but now I'm putting them in my calendar. It's like, I have to watch. Like, every yeah. Wednesday, CatCon has her uh, Cabernet Cabaret on amazing. Wednesdays at 8, which is amazing. Um, Megan I- Salter has been going live non-stop <laughs> yeah like 11 so a.m like or like <laughs> yeah. in the morning too it's like i'm 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 there i'm there I love for her. that yeah i love her so much and i'm really digging her adorable nephew claude that's in a lot of those videos too which is so <laughs> what's funny. his name in it his name is claude but she, yeah, but calls, she calls him she calls him like minestrone, minestrone. Yeah. I love that. He's so cute. And then John Early's been doing stuff. And then that's the one I was gonna say. I watched that last night. He's been doing some really John Early and Berlin. Yes. But then there's also been a lot of people like making little shorts just in their apartment and stuff. Like um, Charles Rogers made like an animated like 15 minute video that I watched in its entirety and it was hilarious. Um, Cola School has been making lots of videos. Mm-hmm. Which are just Who like, we stand. We stand him. And we he like was doing him. like, a, he was doing like a lot of, like a lot of people were included in it. So it's like, holy crap, that was a lot of editing, yeah. <laughs> piecing together yeah. all these people having their like parts. But I love that stuff. Um, Nick Crestwood's been making some videos too. Have you guys seen any of his uh, from Detroit? It. He's been yeah, making some really fun one. ones. 
He's always I watched hilarious. the one with Kyle in it in the beginning. That one was hilarious. The part where he like puts his hand Smack out to choke, to choke him and it was like going on for like a really long time. And then <laughs> finally, last but not least, Amber Hunt's um, Friday Night Scream Celine's at 10 o'clock. Do yourself a huge favor. Watch her scream Celine Dion music. Do yourself a favor. Do me a favor. Do this world a favor favor. and scream Celine because usually I tune in and I've had like one to two glasses of rosé at this point. (laughs) And I I just say hi to all my friends as they join. Um, Yeah. And it's great. It makes me so happy. It's just like so nice to have these. It's like a weird new normal. It's like I guess this is what I'm going to do tonight. I'm watching all these funny people online. I've and like, I just want to say to people, it's okay if you don't feel creative during this time because I don't. Um, but like, if you do, get out there and have fun and like realize that like now's the time to have raw content and like everyone be forgiving of it and it just yeah. be exactly what everybody needs, you know? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, this has been so fun, Nicole. I love you. Safe. Tr- Thank you safe- so much for being on vulnerability yeah. with us. I love safe you guys. living in NYC. I love you both. I wash your love hands. You too. Yeah, wash your wash hands, hands and be nice to each other, everybody, and stay safe and stay home. And shout out to you two for the show, and also shout out to you two for Greece. <laughs> and shout out to our long distance choreographer for Greece. That never came yeah. up. Our, our project, long distance. I that's where yeah. I that's yeah. Where this is the, we, are we noticing a trend that we don't like? We just like to do everything via uh, <laughs> like talking on. You a two will never work in one room together. I know. I know. I, know. I only want to do it on my computer, completely physically removed. Yeah, Yeah. which I respect and understand. No, I'm kidding. I want to physically work with you. (laughs) I want to physically work with you. What a gross thing. I want to physically work with you. (laughs) I want to physically work with you. (laughs) We all get arrested immediately. (laughs) All right, well, I love you, Nicole. I love you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored. I love your work. We love your work. Love you too, Mags. You guys take care, okay? Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.